0: It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. A story made me kind of sad. And you know what? I think it's sad for Jim bros all across Ontario. A transport truck crashed on Highway 401 near Milton yesterday and has it spilled a shipment of protein powder onto the highway. Yeah, it almost looks like snow. It was the white stuff. It was very powdery. It was a clear sunny day yesterday, so it wasn't snow. Yeah, the truck didn't get to where it was going. You could almost say it lost its way, you know what I mean? Oof. (laughs) Gotta run these jokes by me, dude. (laughs) Somewhere, though, a CrossFitter is shedding a tear this morning and eating a dozen eggs to avoid losing those gains. You can't lose those gains, bro. No. Uh, Would you mind if I said just a small prayer for the Jim bros this morning? I guess so. Okay. Yeah, we well. usually don't do this, but I feel bad. Broden, who lifts in heaven, <laughs> swollen be thy glutes. Thy deadlifts come, your reps be done. Blessed are those who balk in your name. Waymen. This is the way. This is an incredible lottery story. Happened in the Tilsonburg area. This woman named Kelly Drillock. She was on her way You what? always mispronounce her name.: Zdriillic. How would you pronounce that?: Zdrilic. Zdrilllic. OK. You need to watch more hockey, dude. There's a lot, a lot of Eastern European hockey players. Yeah. That's how you know. <laughs> so she's on her way to give birth. She's in labor, and she realizes she needs gas. While she's in there, oh, I should play the lottery. She plays the lottery on the way to giving birth, and she wins. Three hundred and thirty three thousand three hundred and thirty three cents in the holy. max millions. If you know you're about to give birth, you keep some gas in the car, don't you? I've never been in that situation. Did you do that? You've done it three times. And you know how unprepared I am? Yes. But this was one time when, when you get to those days before the due date, you keep the gas in the car full or at least half full or at least a quarter. Or at least enough to get to the hospital. You're such saying. a cheapskate. You probably <laughs> left an eighth of a tank of gas in because you live right down from the hospital. Well, you gotta so leave- you're not filling it up. you got to leave a little room in there in case the gas prices go down. Either way, you're you- about to have a child and you're worried <laughs> that gas is going to be six cents higher on the due date? You out of your mind? So she gets to the hospital, gives birth to the child, and then she finds out this lottery ticket she bought on that great day. One. What are you more happy about? You've had three children. Would you be more happy that you won $333,000 or would you be more happy about your child? Honestly, honestly. I would be happy for my child that they would have money. (laughs) Both. Can I choose both? You can choose both. Our prime minister is going to be on TV. Canada's Drag Race is going to feature the Prime Minister. Canada's Drag Race Canada versus the world. It's a spinoff of Canada's Drag Race. Right. Okay, so he's going to be part of this segment where contestants receive inspiring words before the challenge. Okay, what do you think Trudeau would say? Maybe he'll say something like, make sure your makeup isn't too dark. (laughs) Words like that. (laughs) No word yet if Trudeau will dress in drag. Reports say, though, he's preparing by getting his box of Halloween costumes out of the attic. I remember hearing about this day back in high school. So back when I was in high school in the 90s, the world population was 5 point something billion. And I remember the geography teacher saying, in the 2000s, we're going to get up to... 8 billion, and then there'll be so many people we won't know what to do. We'll be standing on top of each other, (laughs) it'll be anarchy. So we're there. (laughs) Your high school teacher yelling at Effie Medill, (laughs) principal has to escort him out. I remember there was a whole unit on overpopulation. Yep. And and there are a lot of us. One could argue maybe there is too many of us, but we're reaching 8 billion this week, apparently. Apparently, this is the week. This is it. 8 billion people. We've gotten there. We've tripled since 1950. And this has got to feel especially bad for single people. Yeah. That there's 8 billion people and none of them will date you. Still can't find a date. Yeah. like It makes you feel insecure, doesn't it? It's just try to improve yourself. Start reading a book. Yeah. Hit, hit the gym. Start sorting your life out. Meal prepping so you have more time for extracurriculars. Okay. Is that what you do? I don't know. I'm always just rushing around the house wondering what to make. Which is why your marriage is strained. I don't know if it's strained. <laughs> I just said that in the moment. <laughs> the meals are strained, which could strain the marriage. Okay, fair enough. So uh, thanks for the advice. There you go. If you want more dating advice from Fatty, please reevaluate your life. So there was this woman in Australia. She was uh, going into her kitchen, and she noticed her microwave started to move. She was freaked out, so she pulled out the microwave. And there's two big snakes mating behind her microwave. There's snakes getting it on? Pythons. They were having s- sex. Oh, good one. you like that? Rim shot that one. <laughs> no, I'll do the crickets. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying, right? So she calls animal control. You see, because snakes hiss. Oh, my God. And they God. were having sex. Oh. If yep. I made that joke, you would have just shut the whole bit down. <laughs> I would have ended it because that's a great joke. Two snakes in the throes of passion in her kitchen. She calls someone to relocate them, and they let the lovebirds do their thing out in the woods eventually. yeah. But this is why I love living in Huron County. I mean, I might hear a mouse behind the stove, but that's the least of it. I mean, worst thing having sex in your house is somebody from Lonsboro. So we have it pretty good. <laughs> Yesterday, I went for a walk with my kids, and my daughter's visiting. We just went out walking, and she's like, well, are we going somewhere? Like, are we reaching a destination at the end of the walk? No, we're just... Walking, Yeah, that's called an old man walk. This isn't a normal thing? So when you go out walking, you're walking somewhere? So Trish and I walk, like we walk to Square Brew here a lot. And then we'll have a couple beers and then walk. So you walk to get something. I go out walking for the sake of walking because I like walking. No other intention other than to walk. And you say this is an old person thing. It's called the old man walk, yeah. There's nothing wrong with it, (laughs) but you've reached a certain age where you just walk because there's nothing else to do and you got to stay healthy. My doctor says all his healthiest patients are walkers. You're prolonging what little of your life there is left, so this is great. There's a new world record for the longest cornhole throw... This happened in Georgia. A guy named Marty Smith threw it 76 feet into the cornhole. I don't know that I could throw a beanbag 76 feet, period, let alone accurately. Oh, incredible. It just sunk right into the hole there. And this guy was so excited. They asked him, have you ever experienced a moment quite like it? And he said this. Has there ever been a moment in your life that's going to top this? I have three children I love dearly. I got I've married been married once. to my beautiful yeah. wife, Lainey, for 23 <laughs> years. And I adore them all so much, but, but. there is nothing <laughs> that I've ever experienced that created the euphoria hey, of I got winning it. the Redneck Olympics. Ooh, did he really have to do this at the beginning? They'll say, well, I love my kids and my wife, but man, this is quite a high. No offense to those people who rely on me financially <laughs> and emotionally, but they're nothing compared to cornhole. <laughs> He'll never live this one down. Let's say one of his kids is receiving their diploma. They just became a doctor. He would throw a cornhole bag at he, He'd be like, is this good enough for you, dad? <laughs> no. Nothing compares to the cornhole. Okay, you've been on stage. So you were in a rock band a little while ago, and you've performed for like hundreds of people, thousands of people. Maybe. Would you say that euphoria, honestly? I have to imagine, as somebody with no kids, that that euphoria of being on stage rocking a crowd would be way better than having a child. Yeah, the two things can't be compared. Yes, they can. No, they I can't. want everything in the <laughs> same box, Matthew. Why do we have to compare everything to the joy of childbirth? Because childbirth is messy, to be honest. Like shooting a beanbag into a hole, that's easy. Childbirth comes with a lot of. Other stuff. There's worry. There's blood sometimes. There's all kinds of stuff. So I don't know why we should compare things to childbirth anyway. Hey, cornhole can be very bloody. They can both cause joy. You've been grocery shopping, and who hasn't? You know, groceries can be kind of expensive. Produce, pretty expensive. That includes for restaurants as well. They're buying produce as well. Yeah. Uh, JD Southern Smokehouse in Sudbury. They say lettuce has tripled in price the last year. We're taking salads off the menu. Salads off the menu? They say they're losing money on the salads, So you go to J.D. Southern Smokehouse in Sudbury, you can no longer get a salad. It probably won't be missed, I don't think, (laughs) because... Is there a place you go just for the salad? No. Let's go there for the salad. No one ever says that. No. You're going for the smoked meat here, aren't you? So when I go to a smokehouse, I expect to be served something that used to have a pulse. Salad never had a pulse. The only reason you get the salad is to appease your guilt (laughs) that you had all the other stuff, too. So if you bought a Generac and DR brand 6,500 to 8,000 watt gas power generator... There's been a recall notice on these because people are losing their fingers. How do you lose your finger using a generator? Is it the little pull start? Is it cutting you? No, there's like a little U-shaped flip-up handle so you can push it around. If you don't secure the locking pin, it'll cut off your fingers. Holy moly! There's been 24 reports of actual finger amputations. 24 24 people have lost their fingers trying to get the lights back on? How did they decide at 24, there's enough fingers going off to make a recall statement? Our threshold was 23. We got 24. I better issue the recall. Shouldn't the threshold be one finger lost? Yeah, I guess so. You would think. (laughs) 23 was evidently the threshold. Mom and dad lost their fingers, but at least you got to watch Andor. A bunch of Tim Hortons chicken soup base was recalled here in southwestern Ontario because they found bugs. Oh, there was bugs in the chicken noodle soup. Cricket noodle soup? What what was in the soup? I don't know what kinds of bugs. Potato (laughs) bugs? Crickets? I don't know, but bugs. Apparently, it only affected a few isolated stores. Timmy's is now using another supplier for the soup base. Yeah, so the soup issue has been resolved. No worries. If you're in the drive-thru right now ordering soup, it's all good. I didn't think it could get worse than the Tim Hortons Beyond Meat Burger, but Tim Hortons always excels. (laughs) So the head of a political party in Poland, it's a 73-year-old dude. His name's Jaroslaw Kaczynski. And he was commenting on why birth rates are going down in Poland. And his theory is birth rates are going down because young women are drinking too much. Yeah, he says because they're drinking as much as the men. And then he goes on to say this absurd thing that... A man can drink excessively for 20 years before he becomes an alcoholic. But women, it only takes two years. That just proves women are more efficient than men. (laughs) What a stupid thing to say. Now, I want to point out as well, 73-year-old dude, he's a bachelor, and he's got no kids. Exactly. So I'm wondering if maybe he doesn't realize that... A lot of people make unfortunate sexual mistakes when they're drinking. Maybe drinking's the answer for them. I think low. Poland needs more <laughs> alcohol <laughs> <Seems> to <laughs> increase their birth rate, is my thought anyways. The National Museum of Play. Every year they induct classic toys into the museum. And this year's toys are awesome. Like the top. I figured that'd be in there a long time ago. Yeah. Sand is in there. Remember it made the cut last year, sand. Sand. So the top, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe yeah. were inducted this year. And then the Light Bright. And you have a personal history with the Light Bright. You would insult your siblings with this thing. Yeah, we had them. And it was a good way to passively, aggressively get back at your siblings. You would put little messages in the Light Bright and then turn the light off in the room. And then they go in their room and you leave a message like, Mom likes me better. Or... You're adopted. You stink. (laughs) Masters of the universe, though. And you know what? I relate a lot to He-Man because we both have crazy muscles and no sex organs. This fascinated Matt and I. So this happened out of Sherbrooke, Quebec. There was a body that was found in a field, and police thought it was a mannequin. And so they just threw it in a dumpster. They tossed it in the dumpster. That's what you do with mannequins that are found in a farmer's field. Right. So now they have to have special training to distinguish mannequins from real people. Is there a specialist? Is there somebody who knows about this? Or do they? does somebody now have to be trained on that so then they can train the rest of the officers? But things are constantly evolving. And I remember doing the Wemyss training back when I worked at a grocery store. And, and every time I did it, there was a new unit. And it got more and more bizarre because weird things would happen. Like there was a whole unit on why you shouldn't go into mixing bowls at bakeries, those giant mixing bowls. Yeah. Because I guess somebody went inside of one and got mixed in with the cookies or something. Oh no. And- Oh, it's terrifying doing the WHMIS training anymore. Was there a diagram of somebody getting, like, yes, their bones they, broken oh, it, in a it mixer? Was like, it was like watching a horror film <laughs> doing the Wemyss training. So be careful out there on the job. What we're saying is follow the rules because somebody broke those rules previously. And, and now we have to learn about it. And now you have to learn not to put your foot in the cookie jar, evidently. Well, it seems like every holiday season there is somebody trying to use the holidays to smuggle something. Remember, someone tried to smuggle meth in pumpkins recently. Yeah, I told that story a couple weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. The latest out of Florida, there was an air traveler said, uh, yeah, I'm just bringing this uh, raw turkey onto the plane in my carry-on. Inside the turkey, there was a gun. You can't just put a gun inside of a turkey. Is it normal for somebody to carry a raw turkey on a flight wouldn't you just buy the turkey at your destination you would think but actually this is the thing some people sometimes bring thanksgiving dishes onto the plane so this guy had a a raw turkey (laughs) and then he shoved a gun up said turkey yeah and the police had jokes too they released this on their twitter they said hold on let me get the rim shot ready all right go uh, ahead uh, go ahead here we go the police said the plot chickens As we barrel our way closer to Thanksgiving, our officers are always working around the clock to keep you safe. Can you believe it? These guys, imagine the tax dollars they spent writing these jokes. There's more. They spent, okay. okay, (laughs) Stuffing a a firearm in your holiday bird for travel is just a waste of time. The only roast happening here is this poor packing choice. Whether you like it or not, there are rules for traveling with guns and ammunition. I think they pretty much covered it. That that was good. That that was almost exhausting. They could have said, at least the gun was cocked. (laughs) Because it literally was. Sorry, hold on. (laughs) This man will not have a pheasant night in prison. (laughs) No. (laughs) This guy will be uh, nesting in his jail cell. I'll get myself the crickets on that one. You, you pull out the gun and you might meet your maker. They got worse. The as police we did a fine job. They did here. a better job. So you know how you can work next to somebody for whatever, five years, six years, and then the person says something and you realize, oh, I work with a sociopath. I kind of assumed it was normal for everybody to have a backup propane tank. You told me you don't keep a backup propane tank. Well, I don't like to have an extra thing that could potentially explode. What happens if you're grilling and you run out of gas? Then I just go to the store and everyone has to wait an extra 15 minutes for the meal. But what if you have company? That would be bad. If I'm having someone over, I want to make sure I got enough propane. I'm one of those, like, I just go with the flow. If I run out of propane, I go get more. Why should I have an extra tank, an extra of everything? I just go with the flow, man. Life is short. You just got to take things as they come. Hippie. You're a dirty hippie who doesn't have backup gas. I have a backup puke bucket for the raw meat. There's a story out of Vancouver. This produce place had to kick out their cat because somebody complained about health and safety. Apparently, the cat was good at hunting down rats and mice—something they could have used at the grocery store Matt used to work at. Right? We could have used a produce cat. Well, we had a produce rat, and the cat. Is this have, true? Yes. You had a big rat. Oh my gosh! I, apparently, you thought it was like a, almost a beaver or something. It was so huge when we finally caught this thing. At first, we thought one of the kids that worked the night crew was just getting into the plums. Taking big bites out of the plums. You thought one of your night crew was taking single bites out of plums? We didn't accuse them, but we thought, well, it, it was so big, the bite, that we thought it has to be a human. And then one morning I came in and I opened the produce door and I've never let out a scream like that in my life. Open the door. It was insane. I just screeched at the top of my lungs. (laughs) And there was this massive rat. Yeah, it looked like a beaver. It was so big, but at least we caught it. It came in probably in one of the boxes. And it just lived in the cooler of all places. How long did you have this rat for? Well, it took a while to catch it. Like a week, a month? So I think it was living in the sewer system. It was coming up through a pipe at night, eating everything in sight. And then going back in the pipe, it was terrifying. Did you end up naming the rat? No, I didn't have time to name it. Matt the rat? Oh, it would have been good. Yeah. It rhymes. And because you're a rat, you narked on other employees. <laughs> the night crew. I was the rat You were narking nirk. on the I, night crew. I blame the night crew. The night crew's taking bites. It's so always like, the night crew. You can name this Everyone always just passes the buck onto the night crew. Naming the rat, Matt. <laughs> When the pandemic first hit, we were eating, we were watching TV. Oh, was it merry. But then there was no new shows. (laughs) They didn't make new shows or movies for a while. But you got to burn through some of the old ones you hadn't seen for a while. Yeah. There's a study in this medical journal, JAMA Pediatrics, that looked at screen time for kids. And regular screen time for kids went from... Two hours, 42 minutes a day, up to four hours and six minutes. It went up by an hour, 20 minutes, roughly. Holy crap, that's like the length of our morning show. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) So that means the parents... We're on the screens as well, right? When your kid's on a screen, you think, oh, I guess I might as well go on my screen Might then. as well pay attention right? to my phone. I don't have numbers for adults. This was a pediatric <laughs> survey. <laughs> terrible. But I'm hoping the kids were watching something educational. Like Gordon Ramsay Kitchen Nightmares, for example, because it's educational because kids learn how to make a proper risotto, and if they make it wrong, he calls them a donkey. Rider shows like Paw Patrol because you never know when you're going to have to call upon your dog to fight a fire or something. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast.